Hey everyone, and welcome back to Four of a Kind Podcast. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to not be awkward. So, how's everyone doing? Pretty good, pretty good. I've been doing pretty good. I've been uh, hanging in there. Uh, I FaceTime my friends like almost every day. And, you know, I'm just trying to keep that up in these trying times, even though I can't see anybody that's not directly related to me. Which is starting to get a little old, if you ask me. Yeah, I feel like yeah. during quarantine, we've really discovered who our real friends are. Yeah, um, something I felt kind of bad about was that, not really this school year, but last year, I felt like I was friends with a lot more people. I, I could just go up to like a big number of people and just talk to them normally. But then coming into like lack of face-to-face interaction, if I feel like I wouldn't, I can't like just text someone in the like in the open just randomly. So it's a little sad in some ways how you kind of discover a lot of how many people you're not like really really friends with. Yeah. Yeah. I think whenever we come back to school, the dynamics gonna change. It's like, hey, I haven't seen you in six months, and then you like don't feel as comfortable with each other. Um, if if like you um see one of your friends that you haven't talked to in a while and everything's like still kind of the same then like you guys are kind of good friends then i mean besides like also like knowing who your real friends are it's interesting because it like a lot of i've talked to a lot of people that i wouldn't normally have like you know like i've had like people who i didn't even think i was like like close friends with like text me or like i've like you know like like hey like you know facetime them and it's interesting how we're all like trying to stay together in this time so it doesn't even matter like you know we're trying to keep all the past beef aside and like everybody's just trying to get like interaction with people, especially since we're all just like stuck at home, like trying our best to like stay afloat in these situations. Yeah, I feel like how Ezra said, like your like the your best friends are the ones that even though you're not texting them every day or FaceTiming them, you know that whenever you see them at school, you're gonna be like, Oh my gosh, it's been so long and then your friendship won't change. Like I am imagining reuniting with everyone like in a slow mo, like running going in for a hug kind of moments and then feeling that oh my gosh i missed maybe that's just me maybe i just had too much time on my hands and i'm imagining way too many scenarios yeah so that's kind of that's kind of like uh something ezra was saying one time where uh when when you disconnect from one of your friends for a long time but then you reunite and it's as if you never disconnected that's kind of like how you could classify a best friend but then in like in this sort of sense it's almost like if you don't talk to them then that shows that you're not really friends but then is it the same way if you just reunite and you're friends is it does that kind of break any relationship that question probably didn't make much sense (laughs) Um, (laughs) so is it different where if you disconnect and reunite and it feels the same uh is that is it different now whenever you have the opportunity to uh, connect with people when you have no choice because you're not really connecting with anyone right now um i mean i don't know what you're saying but my response to that is so, someone gets it someone listening probably gets it <laughs> my answer is going to be yes i guess yes i don't know okay Sarah? are you like are you basically saying like like Right now, that theory doesn't really work because we have no choice but to connect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do, do you do? Would you guys agree with that? Oh, because it's like 
you have so much time on your hands. It's like, if you're not, it's like, for example, if you're not choosing to respond to a text, it's not because you don't have time. It's because you just don't want to, because you have the time. So it's like, you have the time to talk to your friends. You're just choosing not to. Is that what you mean? Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Because like, honestly, half of our excuses that we make when we don't want to talk to someone doesn't work anymore. <laughs> like, we're busy. It's kind of like, you know, obsolete now. Because you, you could be busy, but like, you're not that busy. And then, if you're out, like you're not home, then what are you doing? Like go back home. But like, you can't make those excuses anymore. So I think that theory of like, if you haven't connected someone in a while and then everything's the same, won't really work in this scenario. Yeah, I feel like um, like our whole like kind of dynamic of like like having friends and talking to like other people has changed because there's so much value on that now. Like before, like, I know, like, we always want to hang out with our friends, but sometimes we're like, oh, like, I don't, I don't like just one person and, like, like my big friend groups, I'm not going to go. But, like, now since we re- since we spent so long and, like, probably we're going to spend, yeah, hopefully not, actually, hopefully not that long, um, like, being just like, at home, we realize the value of, like, going out and, like, doing things with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has, like, so much more. And, like, you want to, like, go. And, like, I've seen so many, like, funny tweets of, like, like, I don't even, like, I'm not even going to say, like, I'm just going to say, like, what time, like, are we meeting up? And I'm just going to be there. Like, I don't even care, like, what's happening because we all, like, want to see each other so badly. And you, like, kind of start to realize that. And, like, it kind of, like, it, it puts, like, all of, like, your, like, like, past, like, tensions or, like, problems with your friends, like, in context because it's, like, you know, like, yeah, you may have a problem with them, but at the same time, like, they are your friends. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it kind of, you know, like, places more value on that. I don't know. I've just been thinking about that. So, yeah. I agree with Sarah because, like, honestly, in this time, like, having beef is, like, one of the least, like, what, why would you want beef in, during this time? Because, like, I don't know, there's a lot more things to worry about. And actually, this is the time to, you know, fix that, quote, unquote, beef or drama that you had with someone. Yeah. Can you imagine? They're, like, post up. You're, like, where? <laughs> we can't post up. <laughs> like, what do I do? Oh. I post up on Zoom and that's it. But yeah, I agree with them. Um, yeah, and also like like just speaking outside of like quarantine terms because I feel like we're all of like we've heard so much about the coronavirus. So I just kind of wanted to like talk about like some like friendships outside of that. But like also like toxic friends have also become like a really big part of um, of like 2020 and like like this year because like you know um, like it's really hard to cut them off. Like it's very easy to say. Like, oh my God, like, like, oh, like, this is a new year. Like, oh, like, you know, use this time to reflect on like cutting your toxic friends off. But it's very hard because a lot of the times, like you come into like this sort of like Stockholm syndrome thing where you don't even know that they're like toxic friends. And then somebody from the outside observes it and you're like, dude, like just like, it's just a one way thing. So I kind of wanted to bring that up and see what y'all think about that. Well, before we do, could uh, would any of you mind explaining what a toxic friend is? Because I, I have a hard time defining that. And I'm I'm hoping that I, that I don't have toxic friends, I just don't recognize our toxic friends. I think what a toxic friend is, is like someone that doesn't have good intentions for you in mind, and they only care about themselves in the friendship. So um, basically what they do is they make you feel like bad about yourself so they could feel good. And they would like hang around with you and like also manipulate you to do things for them when like they don't really care at all. And also they want to take advantage of you 
and and then whenever you realize that they are being toxic they act like they haven't they've been doing anything wrong they haven't been doing anything wrong and they blame everything on you so that's what a toxic friend it could be also worth like relationships too but that's a different story yeah i feel like it's when they try to play the victim and switch the um situation on you but then if you cut a toxic friend off then you seem like the bad person because people don't know the context of the situation but you just kind of have to like suck it up and then i guess take the bad guy role because it's for your well-being even though you're just doing the best for yourself and uh i feel like one very like prominent characteristic of a toxic friend is it's like a one-sided friendship like you know you are always there for them and like their times of need and like their highs and lows but like you have to really think like would they be there for you like it's like that meme where it's like like if you like if you can't if you don't like want to be with me at my worst you don't deserve to be with me at my, at my best or something like that like if they're only there for the good times you know that's great but like will they be there like when you're like like you're just having a really bad day they're like you know it's like that's a really big thing to contemplate because a lot of times we don't even that's like something we don't even think about when we think about like friendships we're like oh yeah like you know we had a great time together but like when you're sad like would they check up on you would they just like not really care and do they want you to do the same for them and i just wanted to bring that up as well yeah but i feel like there's a difference sometimes because like in my friend group i'm usually the one that like gives the advice and like you know help someone through something and it's not like just because they don't help me doesn't mean they're a bad friend it just depends on the situation you just it, it like you just know or if you're um like let's say like you're a three-person friend group like you can kind of just like feel the vibe out and then talk to people around you or i don't know even your parents you can because they just know like they know you better than anyone else so they kind of just can help you through that also because parents can be friends too not really but sometimes <laughs> but how would you guys go about cutting off a toxic friend because you don't want to be like super blunt or hurt their feelings, you know? You don't want to end it in a bad way. I mean, I guess I have had my like fair share of toxic friends and I I may still have them because like sometimes it's very, it took me a while to like recognize it. And like, especially like in middle school, you know, you just kind of like want to have like a friend because it's like a new environment. So you just kind of like go along with whatever. Um, but I guess the best way to go about it, because first to talk to them, because sometimes people uh, are toxic, but they don't even like know that that's what they're doing. Like, that's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like they're intentionally like trying to hurt you, but it's more like they just like, they're not like that close to you. And like, you know, sometimes you just, you know, talk with them like, Hey, you know, like, this is what I'm feeling. And like, you know, I just want to talk to you about it. Cause like a lot of the times, like we want to be like confrontational. Of course, like I'm a very like honest person and I like to like say whatever I'm thinking, which is not always a good thing, but um like you know you always sometimes you just need to be like honest but also like try to see maybe they don't even know they're doing it and like you can still be friends like i'll be like maybe a little more distant than you would think but like you know there could be something there and if you immediately jump to conclusions then it could ruin something you know what i'm saying so you should always try to like i feel like i would take like a very like soft i guess approach first and then like if they're still like you know continuing their habits and like not realize like realizing what they're doing but still doing it then it's time to snip sip you know what i'm saying I personally never really had like um, many toxic friendships. So I'm not sure if I'm the best one to give advice on this, but what I would have, I would do, I would learn how to like say no. Cause sometimes saying no is like really important because we don't want to be like the bad person. And like, 
we want to always help people or at least i always want to help people i'm not sure about anyone else but i personally say yes more than i say no but so learning how to say no is important because then you could you know you won't let that toxic friend take advantage of you it's easier said than done but um learning how to say no is important um i would say that um i would think about to kind of test whether this person is toxic or not i would like maybe like like i said put them to a test maybe ask them for something or maybe ask for some big favor in a way that they would do for me just kind of based on the definition i was getting from you guys and then if i identify that person as that then i would just kind of you know talk to them less maybe interact with them less like kind of like i just said say no a little more uh, just maybe maybe make him an make up an excuse uh, just to uh, so that their dependability on you kind of lowers and then they kind of see you for who you really are as a person. Yeah, kind of like Ezra. I don't have. I feel like I don't have that. I mean, I've never been in that situation where it's like, oh, what am I gonna do? Like, I have to stop being friends with this person because I try to surround myself with like a small group of people like i'll be nice to everyone and I'll, like talk to people but like my friend friends it's like a very small group because i'm like a little bit paranoid because i don't want to like invest fully into a friendship and then like tell them everything and then maybe one day they'll have it like they'll have a rough day and then everything will backfire and then they'll like like say everything about me i don't know is that just me am i the only one that kind of has that worried and i'm like more reserved that way and keep my circle small Um, honestly, I do see your point, Maria, of like, you, it's like a good idea to keep your friend circles, friend circles small, because like, in that way, like, you kind of know, like, who, like, to trust, and it helps, but also, I think it adds value to, like, what you say, and like, your friendship, like, Maria, your friendship to me is very valuable, because I know you're a very reserved person, and like, you know, like, like the small things you do, like, are actually like, you know, like they're, they actually have value to me. You don't just do them for everybody. I love you, Maria. Anyways, so. I love you too. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. And uh, kind of going off of that, I feel like we always want to be like nice to everybody and things like that. And of course, like having a big, big friend circle is great. But I honestly believe like you should always have like a couple of people that you really trust. Like I have like some people in my life that like I would, I would tell them anything. And it's always good to have that, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, like, I don't need a best friend and things like that. But then you end up bottling that and then you, you say very personal things to people you may actually not know very well. And that could, like Maria said, kind of backfire on you. I don't know, it's just a point I wanted to bring up and see what y'all thought about it. Yeah, well, kind of like Maria, I don't uh, expose myself a lot to my friends. Uh, I feel like a lot of my really good friends uh don't still don't know like a lot about me or everything about me so that might be a bad thing because then it might seem like i don't have any true friends uh but, but then uh i don't know it's just like i, I want to seem like the same towards everyone i don't want to for me uh, i don't want to seem like i'm reserved to a certain group of people that um that like really know me and they're they're kind of my only friends I, I want it to seem like everyone can get the equal opportunity to know me uh like for what they can if that makes sense yeah i'm, I'm kind of like reese in a way 
I, I'm a social person and I have like a lot of friends and I don't have beef with anyone, but there's very little people that actually really know me. And if you do know a bit about me, then like you, you're like one of my good friends, but like the people that really, really know me, there's like not many people. So I always keep my, like, I, I have a pr pretty big circle of friends, but I have a small circle of good friends. And it's also uh, kind of interesting, like while y'all were talking, uh, but I feel like the, the female and male dynamic of friendships is very different. Like, like, um, like for me, for example, like I, I do have like, I'm, I'm also a very social person. Like I love like just talking to like random people and just like seeing where it goes. I'm like a very relaxed person in that like sense. But like also like I, I can like beef with somebody like it is possible. And I feel like for uh, this is just my generalizations. I want to hear what y'all have to say about this as well. But I feel like for guys, it's like y'all are like much more like relaxed. And like I've, I've talked, I think I've talked to like the podcast about this, but like it's interesting how guys have very little like long term beef in my understanding, like, you guys are just kind of, like, chill with each other, and you just kind of go, but, like, girls, it's, like, always changing, like, you know, like, you have, like, different relationships with everybody, and things like that, and I wanted to see what y'all thought about that. I, I agree. Yeah. Azure, <laughs> uh, you had something to say? Elaborate, Reese. Okay, I'll elaborate. <laughs> I think it's, like, I don't know, I think, some, like, obviously, not all guys are unproblematic, but at least in our school, most of the guys are like unproblematic in a sense or they don't have like this long-term beef or anything i mean people might get annoyed by each other but then it just like after a day it's like we forgive each other but like we never hold i don't know about you reese but i never hold a grudge really yeah i don't hold grudges either um i know i know there's like people who like quote unquote hate each other but then if they like i'm, I'm talking about guys if they hang out then they can like still enjoy the time they have together. But I, f I don't want to like make assumptions, but I feel with, with girls, whenever, if they like hold grudges or hate each other in a way and then hang out, it's kind of out of spite and they don't actually enjoy the time or they're kind of putting on a mask in a way. Like, well, how would y'all think? I completely agree, Reese. I mean, like for me, the last time I fought with a friend, like fought with a friend, like full on, um, was probably like in freaking elementary. like my closest friends i i kid you not like we just, just don't fight like i don't know i maybe i don't know like i i just don't fight with friends maybe that's a bad sign or a good sign but um i feel like just in general girls hold grudges a lot more i don't know why i personally don't i mean like for me if you have a problem with me you just tell me and then we can figure it out but i feel like um with like other friends they do talk about like oh, I have to go to this meeting or something like some extracurricular thing and I have to see this girl. I don't like her. But then they get there and then they're like all nice and fake because you don't like you both know that you don't like each other, but you're not going to say it. you're just going to be fake to each other and then just be nice and courteous. So it, like the whole situation doesn't explode. But then over time, it gets worse because you keep being fake to each other. I don't know. It's a vicious cycle. I don't like doing that. But I know that girls not all of them, but a lot of girls do that. So yes, Reese, I agree. Yeah, like I feel like that's a really accurate assumption of how like female relationships work. But also like you may not like somebody, but like at the same time, like I've been in a position where like I may not like really like this person, but like I kind of have to be nice to them because if I know that if I tell them what I'm actually thinking, like how I don't like them, 
that it'll like ruin a lot of other friendships. Like it'll just be a ripple effect because like her friends won't like me and then my friends will like her and it's just going to turn into like a big mess and it's just easier to kind of like just be nice to them on the surface and kind of just like distance myself from them. And of course, like being fake is like really bad and you should definitely like always be honest. Like I try to be as honest as possible when I don't like somebody or like at least tell other people, like my close friends, like I don't like this person. So like they kind of know as well. But at the same time, like, it's also like out of kind of necessity because they're so they may like be in your close friend circle and you've like grown to not like them but you can't just be like oh I don't like you like straight up and then that may ruin your whole friend group and it's happened you know it's happened to me before like a couple of my friends would be like beefing and then one of them would try to be like upfront and it would just splinter the whole group so it's just like another side to it there's a lot of friend group problems I don't know why but like the friend groups like they split reminds me of like on my block or something and then like there's beef between the friend groups, but then like some of the friend groups that split are still friends with the other split side and then they can't like beef and they have to act fake. Yeah. <laughs> High school friend group problems. I would totally agree with you if I watched on my block. But yeah. <laughs> I think I'm the, I, I, it's I'm such the, a good show, Reese. Please watch yeah. it. I'm the, I'm the only one of the four um, that hasn't watched it. Oh, by the way, unrelated, but... Uh, I'm I'm up to 28 movies on my watch count this break, and I have a new number one, The Stanford Prison Experiment. It's extremely it's, good. It's really it's, good. Yeah, that's my new number one. All right, we can go back. Uh, I, I think that was a much-needed update. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, no problem. I wanted to ask you guys, uh, what recommendations would you give to people wanting to make friends? Um, I would say, for I mean, a lot of people, the first instinct will be to, like, accommodate themselves to that person to like oh this person likes let's say i don't know like spongebob i don't know oh i'm gonna watch every single episode of spongebob and then i can have something to talk about them and then create this friendship but it's like it sounds so cheesy because everyone so like says it but like you honestly do need to be yourself because then let's say long term you're friends with them but then they're friends with the version of yourself that you made just for them and then you're not being yourself and then it's like you built this friendship upon a lie that sounds so cheesy but then also um I know because I don't make friends easily like because I moved to the like our school like mid-year and so um I like struggled that a lot but I would say just like start with one person like just say hi like all you have to do is just walk up to them be like hi and then like let them take it away I guess because or just look at the person and be like, okay, that person kind of looks like nice or like a social butterfly or whatever. Find you an Ezra. Just find yourself an Ezra in the room and then be like, hey, and then <laughs> let the other person take it away <laughs> and then continue the conversation. And then and then if you like keep on the conversation, they'll be like, hey, you want to be um, hang out with my friends? You're like, sure. I don't know. Honestly, just be yourself. Be nice. And then I feel like it'll just come to you. Like everything will just come together by itself. Just put yourself out there a little bit. Yeah, I agree with Maria. Like, don't try too hard to make friends. Like, just be yourself. And it's kind of ironic if you want to try to get friends, just don't try at the same time. But, like, if you try too hard, you might end up making friends with the wrong people or you might not have the right intentions of making friends in the first place. But, you know, you'll find someone to vibe with and you'll have someone that catches the same, like, riff as you do. And then you'll become good friends with them. Uh, kind of going off of what Maria said, 
all I could think about when she said was like friends, like based on like a lie, being making friends based on a lie was Camp Rock, the first movie, because like if y'all have seen it, Demi Lovato, I don't remember her character's name, Mitchie. Yeah, she like lies to everybody to seem more popular that her dad is like the president of like this big company, even though like that wasn't true at all. And everybody found out and it was a big, big debacle. But anyways, um, like a big thing, of course, is like being yourself. But and like trying because I feel like everybody has something in common with somebody else. Like, like I like, kind of like what Maria said. Like when you meet somebody new, like there, like there will be something in common. But if you try to force it and it just gets like really weird, you know, like you should always like try to find it. And it's really hard because a lot of times we don't really want to open up to other people and we're just kind of like, no, nah, like I'm just gonna like, you know, just like remain on the surface. But opening up to somebody can actually like lead to like really long lasting friendship. So you know that'd be my, my advice and also just to like. Honestly, I, it's really easy for me to make friends because I just kind of say whatever like happens and I just kind of like go with it and I can like, it's really easy for me to make friends. So I'm not like the best person to go for advice, but I don't know. I feel like of course being yourself is like the number one thing to do because like all friendships like should have a good foundation and they can like build up from there. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, I feel like a reason why you, it's easy for you to make friends is because uh, I was going to say, kind of like how Marie was saying, I think you should not be fake, but like, put yourself out there so that people kind of know like who you are but like if you're really quiet then it's going to be kind of hard for people to kind of like come to you and say oh hi and it's like uh like I want to hang out with my friends and so <laughs> um I, I, th I think if you if you like try to make friends you, sh you should um kind of express yourself like more, maybe more often than you would so that people can recognize you so that you find that person that you vibe with so thank you all for listening to this podcast I hope you had a good time I hope you kind of uh indulge in some of the advice we gave and so until next time on or of a kind podcast yeah that's not not gonna be awkward <laughs> okay bye